Welcome to Fate Family in the Force. I'm Annabeth. And I'm Oliver. Fate Family in the Force is a podcast about just that, our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver is in the Air Force. And on today's episode, we talk about how God sees you. But first, a word from our sponsor. Welcome. What's going on, guys? Okay, so I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, and Oliver has always said, I'm not ready. I don't know if I'm mentally prepared to talk about that. (laughs) And so here we are, talking about it. It's not anything super crazy, but we have this children's book for Jude called When God Made You. It's by Matthew Paul Turner, and it is such a good book. It is just, it's beautiful. It's very, very well written and super cool illustrations in it. Like it's super artsy and it has just such amazing like biblical truth in it, which is what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, for sure. We're not going to talk about the whole book, but honestly, go read it or just go on YouTube if you don't want to go buy a kid's book, if you don't have any kids, go on YouTube and just listen to it. It's so good. I will read it um, at night to Jude sometimes when I need some encouragement and a good reminder about how God made me and loves me. Yes. Amen. Okay. So we're going to talk about one specific line in the book though, that Oliver and I both think it's our favorite, one of our favorite parts of the whole book. Would you agree? Absolutely. I think there's a lot of goodness in this book, but this line like hits home for some reason a little bit more than others. And so it just makes me like feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, for sure. And it's something that I think people would say, or Christians would say, oh yeah, I know that that's true. Or at least for me, when I read it, I was like, yeah, I knew that was true, but I never really thought about it deeply and how just impactful it is. And it, it hit me in a way, and we're going to, obviously we're going to read it here in a second, but just like when I was reading this to my child, like speaking this truth about it to him, it made it so much more wholesome to me. And just like it, reba- it rebounded like on me as well. Like it kind of made me wake up and think about it a lot more and I know it's true for Jude and it's true for me and it's true for Annabeth and everyone out there. But I was just like, whoa, this is deep. Yeah. And I think as parents, a lot of this book, we feel this way about our kids. We feel this way about Jude. And then to think about it as God seeing us that way, it's just even, you know, he's the perfect father. Um, So it just makes it even more special when you have that uh, perspective. Okay, so go on and read the part of the book that we love so much. Okay, it says, When God sees you, God delights in what is and sees only what's true. Okay. When God sees you, God delights in what is and sees what is only... Oh, my goodness, guys. God delights in what is and sees only what's true. I almost messed with a lot of what's. But it's so, so beautiful. Yeah, and specifically the line that I love the most is he sees only what's true because there's so much in this world that tells us lies or that we tell lies to ourselves about ourselves. Um, 
whether it's that you're not beautiful or not important or don't have purpose in this world. And all of that is like lies straight from the devil. And when God looks at you, he doesn't see any of that. No matter what you've done, he sees his creation. He sees a person that he cares and loves so much. He sees you as important and beautiful, and he knows that you have a purpose and he has a plan for your life. Wow. Amen. Y'all, this is going to be an uplifting K-Love type podcast going on because it is it is that way. Everything Annabeth said is just so riveted in biblical truth and how much God does care about his creation. And it's just, it hurts because we've all been in that place of self-doubt in whatever aspect, whether it's how we are, who we are, and our failings and shortcomings. But at the end of the day, like he genuinely is being God, the Father, and looking at you and seeing all the good and the truth that he made you to be. Yeah, for sure. And if you have people in your life that are telling you anything other than that, maybe they shouldn't be, you know, super into your life. Not necessarily that they shouldn't be a part of your life at all, but if you don't have friends and family that are uplifting you and telling you that God loves you and that they love you, I I don't know if you should listen to their opinion. Ooh, wow. Not only uplifting, but drama filled here. So not to go off on a tangent, but like, how do you, what's your recommendation to like decipher when people are like, how do you know to invest in a friendship or relationship or like listen to all those good things versus to just get some, every once in a while you need a little kick in the rear end. Like that's true, you know, not to stray away from the conversation too much, but how do you like make that balance? Yeah, I think you shouldn't just have people in your life that agree with you and tell you everything you do is the right thing and aren't going to tell you when they think you're doing something wrong um, or are never going to challenge you. That's definitely not what I'm saying. I think you need people like that in your life that are going to call you out and that are going to challenge you and know you on a deeper level that they can do that. But if people are telling you, I don't know, being a bully about it and saying like, you're fat, you're ugly, you're lazy, you're unimportant, you, I don't know, et cetera, et cetera, then that to me does not sound like it's coming from a place of love or caring. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. So this is just so deep. Like, it's so good. Yeah. And side note again a little bit, but our words really matter. And so if you're not speaking life into people, then you shouldn't be speaking to people. Wow. That's pretty bold. Well, I'm just saying Jesus came so that we could have life and have it to the fullest. So if you're a Christian, you should be speaking life into people and helping fill their lives up. And the thief comes to still kill and destroy. So if you are stealing, stealing, (laughs) killing or destroying or putting other people down, then that's of the devil and that's not okay. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. It's like, so I have taken it as a personal thing. And I think Annabeth has too. And like in our family, in our household is like 
being joyful, you know, we're going to get back to, we got some good Bible verses that we're going to talk about to get back into God delighting what is and sees only what is true in you. Um, But like being joyful in general, just having an attitude, like being purposefully driven, joyful and happiness, even if it sucks. Like, I think that's really changed my outlook on life and how I interact with people because I wake up and choose joy. You know, I wake up and choose, oh yeah, I'm going to do some not so great things today or I don't normally enjoy these things, but you know what? I'm going to have a joyful attitude about it. And like literally nine times out of 10, I'm happier at the end of the day and I get to make a positive impact on people because I know it's not about me anymore. For sure. Okay. So one of our verses is what? First Samuel, which one? First Samuel chapter 16 verses seven. So this is right when um, Samuel is looking to anoint David. And so he's talking to all of David's brothers. Um, it's kind of in that time frame just to get you uh, in your Bible knowledge. So verse seven says, but the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. This is like really, really cool because there is a unique dichotomy here of God not choosing one of the brothers of David, right? So like I always pictured them lined up and, you know, Samuel going down the line and like, no, you're not it. No, you're not it. Oh, I want you to be it. And then like, God's like, no, that's not the one I rejected him. Sounds really harsh, but you know, it's like, we get that little voice in our head every day. And then finally going back to David's dad and being like, is this all you have? And him being like, no, David's out in the field, blah, blah, blah. Like, at least that's how I like to envision the story. And then David comes and God's like, no, this is the one whom I know his heart. And like, I know him and that's who I want to be king. Yeah. And that's a verse from the Old Testament, but that's still so true. God is not worried about our outward appearance or our, you know, surface level things. He looks at our heart and he knows who we truly are. And in our world today, and especially in America, it's just so much of people judging you by what you wear and what you eat and what you your job is and what kind of car you have and what hobbies you do, all these outward things that aren't bad things. Um, but God isn't as concerned with that stuff. He does care about all those things, but he really truly cares about your heart and that's what he sees. And he wants us to have a good, pure heart. And we were created in God's image and God is goodness. Like that's like God is love. God is goodness. God is, I don't know, all the, all the things, all the amazing things. And we were created in his image. So we have goodness in us and he sees that. Yep, absolutely. And so another verse we have here is Zephaniah three chapter. Yeah. Chapter three, verse 17. Um, I, I just a heads up, like I'm not a huge fan of some of the minor prophets in the Old Testaments, like kind of stuff, but they do have good stuff in there that's worth reading. They're in there for a reason, right? So uh, verse 17 in chapter three of Zephaniah, 
For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. I love that idea about God rejoicing over me with joyful songs because I think about it as in having Jude and like singing over him and just being happy and playing with him. Like I can't imagine not doing that to him, you know? And then I think about my father in heaven doing that. And it's just such a heartwarming feeling and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I love that. But I especially like the Lord is living among you again. This is old Testament, but this is so true for us today, even more than it was in the old Testament. Like Jesus, the Holy spirit is all around us and is always with us and ready to help us. And he wants to do that. And he's a mighty savior. Um, but I love, he will take delight in you with gladness because that's so true. Again, like he created Jesus or God created us and he delights in us and he loves to see us living life to the full. Like I was saying earlier, he loves it. Just like we love seeing Jude just being so happy. We took him to the beach yesterday And he was so happy and we just loved it as parents watching him have so much fun and smiling and laughing and playing in the water. And so I know God has that same thing for us. Absolutely. I'm sure we could do a whole podcast about how it's like our relationship with God and Jesus has kind of changed since we've become parents. And I'm pretty sure that's on the list of podcasts to do. So we're not going to try to delve into that too much, but it's just like so relevant in our lives and it's hard not to look back on because it, it seems like there was a huge just shift from the moment Jude was born and how I, I saw life and I saw God and got to experience him. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the last verse is coming from Psalm 139, and that's a long, not super long, but way too long (laughs) chapter for us to read on the podcast. But I would encourage you to go read the whole thing because it really talks about God forming us in the womb and knowing all of our thoughts and being with us no matter where we go and all of that stuff. But specifically, I just want to read... Verse 17, which says, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They cannot be numbered. I love that. So if you are sitting here listening to this or have ever had like doubts about whether God loves you or not, like, and you are someone with faith and like grew up in church and like claims to be Christian and just loves Jesus. Like if you're questioning that, that's okay. Like, I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, that's okay right now. Get in your Bible listen to this because this is like, this is truth written down of God does care and loves you. It's written right there. You know, he has precious thoughts over you. He sings songs of joy and rejoices over you. And that's should be so comforting. Yeah. And don't let what other people or um, other Christians, their actions and their words make you think badly about God and make you think that God does not love you or doesn't think that you're worthy because reality is like he sent Jesus and Jesus died for you because he loves you. And so don't let other people ever stop you from knowing that truth. 
for sure. Absolutely. All right. I think that's all I have. <laughs> oh, wow. Quick sermon today, guys. But we just we just wanted to, you know, spread this little message to you guys. And my thing is, and I just can't, I wish everybody would just wake up and choose to be joyful. Like every little action. So guys, we appreciate y'all listening. The book, just to give it a shout out, was called When God Made You by Matthew Paul Turner, illustrated by David Catro. So yeah, and we'll link the book like on Amazon or something in the show notes. But then also I'll link a YouTube video that of someone reading the whole book because I know there's one out there, I'm sure. Um, But yeah, just be nice to people. And remember, you might not love everyone. You might not like them. You might not, you know, vibe with them or whatever, but they're still God's creation and God loves them. So be kind. Be kind, guys. Have a good day.